0: With us today is former Congressman Peter King. So many things are happening in Washington. And and Congressman King, he's the expert of Long Island, New York, the, the world, he, and Washington. And he was on the uh, Intelligence Committee, and he knows what's going on. Uh, no, Homeland Security, I meant. Uh, Congressman King, what the hell is going on in Washington? It seems like uh, everything has come to a standstill.
1: Yeah, actually, John, I was on intelligence and Homeland Security, so I sort of saw it sort of from both ends. Uh, what's going on? It's great to be with you this Sunday morning. Uh, what's happening in Washington is—I I think it was disgraceful. Uh, it might be yeah, interesting for people to look at it; they find maybe entertaining. But in the in the two hundred and something years that our country has been in existence, we have never removed a speaker from office on, on a motion like this. It was never been done. It was tried once in 1910, and it failed. And there's a reason for that the speaker is number two in line to be president of the united states as a president the vice president and the speaker the speaker has enormous power and and to me uh it's important to maintain traditions and customs and the custom is that once a speaker is elected by the party that that party will stand behind him and that uh, he he or she will represent the party and also as a speaker represent the entire house of representatives in this case, if you can have four or five people, because here we have Matt Gates, he gives him a total of eight Republicans, including Matt Gates, they said that Kevin McCarthy was not conservative enough. That he was elected. He is, he had the support of ninety-six percent of Republicans supporting Kevin McCarthy. But these eight malcontents, they got together with all of the progressive Democrats. Now these are eight people from the far right wing of the Republican Party allying themselves. With progressive Democrats, they don't agree on any issues at all with each other, and yet they, they got together to knock off Kevin McCarthy. I don't blame the Democrats for this, but it's a dangerous precedent that a handful of people in, in, the, in the majority party can bring down the, the, the duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy was doing the best job anyone could do. I mean, the Democrats controlled the White House. The Democrats controlled the Senate. Kevin McCarthy had a four- or five-seat margin in the house of representatives and i think he did an excellent job especially considering all that he was up against and in his own party i mean what gave new york what gave the speaker his majority were the members of congress from new york these were races they were not expecting to win and yet you had four seats on long island you had uh, two seats one in rockland county and one from mark rock Molinaro. and those six were the ones that gave the uh, country the majority now uh, the republicans the majority. Now, those six Republicans have different views, let's say, from somebody from rural Mississippi or Alabama, somebody from Montana or Wyoming. So it was up to Kevin McCarthy to sort of meld them together to find issues that everyone could agree on to keep the majority and also make progress against the Democrats. I thought he did an excellent job of that. People like Matt Gates uh, were basically saying he didn't get 100% of what he was looking for. Well, when you control uh, half of one-third of the government. Uh, that's, uh, that doesn't give you that much leverage. I thought he maximized his leverage. He did an excellent job. And this is a dangerous precedent that we've set. If we can uh, bring down a speaker with four or five malconsents.
0: Well, that's uh, th- 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 those numbers, uh, you know, 96% of the Republicans voted together, and it is only the eight. Now, do you think uh, that those eight should be challenged in the next primary?
1: I I think they should, John. I think, uh, uh, to me, what they did was disgraceful. Uh, Kevin McCarthy did everything he could to accommodate them, to uh, give in to a number of their demands, and it was never enough. And to me, you know, I guess maybe it's dangerous at this age to be talking about retaliation, but believe me, at the first opportunity, if I were there, I would, you know, I would retaliate. uh, Get their votes first. do what has to be done. But ultimately, it's, it's a long road out there. And somewhere along the road, you can get retaliation. And that's what this was. This wasn't a moral or philosophical difference. It's not between two different wings of the party. It's between eight malcontents on the wing, on the extreme wing of the party against 96% of the party, which is extremely conservative to begin with. And even among those eight, I mean, there are people a lot more conservative than them who voted to keep Kevin McCarthy in office. A lot of those eight, including... Matt Gates. It's ego. It's uh, ego out of control. This is his moment in the sun. I mean, I was in Congress on Matt Gates. I never, in a million years, would have thought that he was the, that he would ever get enough support to bring down for the first time in the history of the United States the Speaker of the House. When I mean, Matt Gates, nobody took him seriously. He was considered to be a a showboat, almost a clown, uh, and uh, yet now he's, he's getting equal billing with the Speaker of the House. It's absolutely. Shameful, and the Republicans better get their act together. And the Democrats, I think they made a mistake. They should have voted president and stayed out of this, and said this was not a Democratic Republican issue. It was a question of the institution of the House of Representatives. And the to me, the tradition of the House, and which really is is precedent, should be super president, is that uh, once the speaker is elected, remember we can have an election within the party, and he, uh, it, can, it can be close or it can be big, whatever it is. Once once that person is nominated by the party and then is selected by the whole house, he has to have at least a two-year term. You can't be uh, having him subject to the whims because, especially in a closely divided in Congress, it's never going to be easy to get anything done. You're going to have to make compromises, serious compromises to get it through. And if you're a guy like Matt Gates, all you do is focus on what was compromised, not on what was achieved. I mean, Matt Gates was setting up uh, Kevin McCarthy for failure. If Uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, had uh, given in to uh, Republicans, uh, or or not rather, if if, if the government had shut down, because Matt Gaetz was not going to give him the votes to keep the government open. So if the government had shut down, he would have said that Kevin McCarthy couldn't get the job done. He was a failure. Then, when Kevin McCarthy did keep the House open by working on a bipartisan agreement, they called him a traitor and a, a, a collaborator with the enemy. So uh, either way, Gates was going to go after McCarthy. When they talk about a collaborator with the enemy, when you have four percent of the party agreeing with hundred percent of the other party, that to me, that's who the collaborators are. Those eight.
0: Oh, I, I agree with you in it, and, and uh, I still think that there's something. There's parts of that whole story we don't know, where uh, maybe the, the reason he threw out Pelosi so fast, he had he thought he had a commitment. Uh, to, uh, to vote the same way they voted on the budget.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I believe Kevin on this, he claims that Nancy Pelosi, this was back in January when the Freedom Caucus said they wanted to have this right to bring up the, uh, uh, yeah, the motion to vacate, and Kevin went to Nancy Pelosi and said, this can be dangerous, and she said, don't worry about it, if that ever happens, we will vote president, we will, we will stand with you. Because that, that was not a Republican or Democratic issue. That was a vote for the institution of the House. And uh, so by the fact that Nancy Pelosi and Stanley Hoyer, who have been the Democratic leader, uh, once they went along with the vote to uh, uh, take Kevin down to speak, he felt betrayed. Listen, I was at a meeting a few weeks ago, and one of the speakers there was a, a Democrat from the uh, uh, Problem Solvers Caucus.
0: Yes, and, and they betrayed saying, him, uh, too. They didn't, they didn't split yeah. their vote.
1: But he said that they would vote present, and yeah. because by by voting present, then uh, Gates would not have got anywhere near a majority; he would have gotten wiped out. So uh, I understand Kevin's anger at that. Uh, and again, this goes beyond Republican uh, being Republican and Democrat. Talking about you know the institution of the House. Listen, I voted against Bill Clinton's impeachment. Uh, you know he was a Democrat; and I was Republican. I did it because I felt it was undermining the uh, traditions of the country. To be impeaching a, a, pers- a president, what at worst was a personal offense, not a crime, not a uh, high crime or misdemeanor, or not a betrayal of his office. And I, I feel the same now. This, is, this should have involved the institution of the House, not a Republican or Democratic issue.
0: Uh, Congressman Peter King, thank you for your uh, uh, service to our world, to our country, and, and uh, continue, you continue to speak out for our country. Thank you, and we'll catch up with you again soon.
1: Thank you, John. Hope to see you tomorrow night.